0: Yeah, is James ready? Is that Wade, is he? hey, Are you whispering about me? You here for me? Good morning, and and welcome to Celebration Worship today. If I've not met you yet, my name is Sherry Reynolds, and I am uh, the new senior pastor here at Gedston First. And I'm excited to be here today to worship God, and I'm excited you're here a few announcements for you remember gift to gadsden sign up has begun Uh, you can do that by calling the church office or online also the mission project for july is christmas in july stockings for the salvation army you can pick those up in the chestnut street foyer don't forget to sign up a registration on the pew pads. If you're new like me, you'll also want to sign a connect card, the announcement sheet that was available as you came in the sanctuary and place that in an offering plate later in the service. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, as we bow together in worship, We come from different places with different concerns and different needs, but we come to be one in the body of Christ. And we just pray through this time of worship and by the power of your Holy Spirit that you draw us together in your love and grace so that at this end of worship we may be sent out into the world to be your love and grace to a broken world. This we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen.
1: Is this on? (laughs) Please stand. Magnificence, Holy Father. For I'll give you my love.
0: Miss catherine for children's church if the ushers will come forward we will worship the lord with their tithes and offerings (laughs) you may be seated i'm still learning have patience Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for uh, this holy place and your holy presence in it and this opportunity to offer ourselves as a living sacrifice. For you've given us so many gifts and so many opportunities and so many talents to praise and worship you through our presence here today, through our service, and through our generosity. And God, as we give back to you, I pray that our gifts be more than just the offering and the plate, but they would be gifts of our whole selves, so that many might know your love and grace. Bless us, forgive us our sins, bless those who need you desperately today, dear God. And bless the offering that we will receive. May you multiply it and guide us in its use for your glory and for the coming of your kingdom. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. lead something or do something you've never done before? Um, Of course, yes, I I watched you online and I did this last week and I have a a cheat sheet, a, a worksheet to tell me what to do and when, but it's still my mind's going through the different things I have to do and I'm trying to figure out what's next and it's still kind of um, it's new and it's uncomfortable and I'm trying to figure it out. Do you know how uncomfortable it is watching someone do something they've never done before? Of course you do because last week James was wondering if I was going to stop him in his wonderful solo and uh, this week um, the praise band was wondering if I was going to get started and Catherine was saying well is she going to call out the, the children and, and here you are and probably somewhere in all of this you are asking yourself right now what in the world is she doing up there and um, why is she here and the, the simple answer to that question is the bishop sent me But actually, there is a more complex answer to that question. But before we get to that answer, I would like you to turn in your Bibles to the twelfth chapter of Romans, and we're going to be looking at verses three through eight. Three through eight. I'm actually I'm going to expand that one through eight because it's my prerogative. I got the microphone, so I can expand scripture. Um, Romans twelve one through eight. I appeal to you therefore, brothers and sisters, by the mercy of God to present your bodies as a living sacrifice holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may discern what the will the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. For by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you not to think of yourself more highly than you ought to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned you. For as in one body we have many members, and not all members have the same function. So we who are many are one body in Christ, and individually we are members one of another. We have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us. Prophecy in proportion to faith, ministry in ministering, the teacher in teaching, the exhorter in exhortation, the giver in generosity, the leader in diligence, the compassion in cheerfulness. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Gracious God. Uh, we thank you for your word, which reminds us that you uh, have given us so many different gifts, unique gifts, so that we might be a living sacrifice to you. And as we contemplate that today, God, I just pray that the meditations of our hearts and the words of my mouth be pleasing and acceptable unto you, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. What in the world is she doing here? Well, that's a complicated story, but it actually starts not too far from here in rural Cherokee County where I grew up. Um, I grew up in a lovely, small United Methodist Church called Mountain Springs, and that was a place where I was nurtured and loved and encouraged in the faith. And I have to admit, when I was a small child, I was kind of one of those odd children that loved to play church. And I would preach to anyone that would listen, including my grandfather's cows and my stuffed animal congregation. And if those didn't work out, I would have an imaginary congregation of a captive audience who would listen to me preach on and on. And not only did I love to play worship, I also loved, another odd thing, I loved the Cokesbury Catalog. Now, for those of you who did not grow up United Methodist, you may not know what that is. And for those of you who are younger and only order on Amazon, you may not know what that is. A Cokesbury Catalog is a book that has pictures of anything you can buy that is United Methodist. They have baptism certificates, communion supplies, choir robes, church signs, anything. So not only did I like to worship with my pretend congregation, I like to also make orders for my pretend congregation. And somewhere in there was a deep love for the church and a deep calling for the church. Well, fast forward many years and uh, I went to Jacksonville State University and was involved with the Wesley Foundation there. And my deep connection with the church uh, led me to uh, be involved and be a leader there and feel the call to ministry. But I didn't know about this clergy women thing. Could women be pastors? So I went and talked to my campus minister, and she said, Take some time. Pray about it. Get a job in the local church. Don't be in a rush. See what this is about. And I listened to her advice, and I did just that. And one door opened after another door, and I uh, eventually ended up in seminary, Candler School of Theology at Emory University, which, by the way, I am what is known as a hardened scholar. So that, thanks to your generosity and the generosity of the Harden family, Gadsden First Methodist, funded my seminary education. Thank you for that generosity. So I graduated from seminary, or let me back up. While I was in seminary, my first class happened to be homiletics, preaching. And after preaching that first sermon, I knew. I knew I wanted to be in ministry in a local church. I didn't know what that looked like, but I trusted and I went. And it's been a beautiful time in ministry. My first appointment was Pell City First Methodist, where Andy is now. And then we stayed there seven years. And uh, then I moved to Euleton, which is the United Methodist Church at Walter Welburn in Anniston. And then was here in this area at Christ Central for seven years And then five years ago, Bishop Deborah Wallace Padgett asked me to serve on her cabinet. It was a shock and a big honor. And as a district superintendent, I learned that I have skills for administration. But it also confirmed my thoughts that administration is not where disciples are made. Disciples are made in the local church church through relationships and, and that's my calling the local church and the relationships and so um, after a contentious and trying season I asked to come back to the local church so people say were you forced to come back to the local church I say no I was not forced to come back I wanted to be here And the past two weeks have confirmed that in my soul, and I feel blessed to serve you at First United Methodist Church. So that long, winding story is why I am here today. But in addition to my story and call to ministry, I am also here to help you answer the question, why am I here today? That's a question we need to all wrestle with in faith. We need to discover for ourselves why we are here, why we are a part of First United Methodist Church. From those babies who are in the nursery right now as we worship to the longest tenured member who's been here longer than I've been alive, we all have a story to tell We all have a reason we are here and we all have a calling upon our lives because we come together in unique ways in our unique calling to be Christ's body and that is what Paul reminded us in our scripture reading for today. What I just read to you is from Paul's letter to the church at Rome. He is offering this letter so the early Christians can have a full understanding of the gospel. He is making his way west and he wants to get support for his missionary journey. So he he's writing to Rome hoping they will support him. Theologians believe this is the most complex and complete writing of Paul's work. In chapter 12 he begins by telling the the readers not to be conformed to this world, but be something different, something set apart. Be a living sacrifice to God. Be a person that lives for God. Because we've all been given unique gifts by the Holy Spirit. We've all been given gifts to honor God. And all of those gifts come together to be the body of Christ, the church, Christ alive for the world. Paul argues that when we do this, we are like priests for God. If you remember, priests offered sacrifices in the temple, grain and animal sacrifices. And we are to offer our sacrifice to God, not animal or grain, but ourselves If you are a member of this church, when you join this church, you agree to support this church with your prayers, presence, gifts, service, and witness. That is what we give to God is an act of spiritual worship. Theologian Cynthia Campbell writes, listen closely, I love this, we are like priests. Paul says, offering praise and thanksgiving to God, we, what we offer as our bodies, by which means we offer our whole selves. How we live each day is the prayer we offer God. As the priest serves God at the altar, so our transformed lives serve God at the altar of the world. Listen to that. As a priest serves God at the altar, so our transformed lives serve God at the altar of the world. These teachings for uh, the church at Rome were to early Christians who were trying to figure out what does it mean to be the church and how do I fit into that? How am I a part of the church and how do I serve others? And as Paul is teaching them, I believe in turn he is teaching us. He is reminding us here that we are gifted, we are blessed. We are equipped to be Christ for the world in coming together in unique ways with unique gifts to be the church today. We are all gifted to be the body of Christ. Now recently since I've been here, I've been examining your senior pastor wall you know, that wall of pastors outside the church office, if you haven't taken the time to go by there and just look at all the pastors, you really should. I encourage you to do that after worship. And on that wall, you'll find a lot of different pastors, some with unique names and strange facial hair. And I realized that when... My picture goes up on that wall. I'm going to look a lot different than any of the other pastors who are up there. But I'm sure that if any of those pictures could speak, all of those pastors are different. None of them are the same. Because each pastor offers unique gifts in leadership of the church. On that wall, you have great preachers. You have generous people, you have compassionate people, you have people who uh, were uh, good teachers and good administrators, all different gifts to give to the church to lead the church, all uniquely gifted in service and all with a unique answer of what they are doing here. But, you know, that's not just for the pastors on the wall. That's for you as well as you answer that question, what am I doing at First United Methodist Church? Because we all have a unique gift to bring. Part of our theology is we believe in something called the priesthood of all believers. That means we are all ministers of the gospel. Not just me, not just the staff, not just the leaders in the church, but we are all ministers of the gospel. From the youngest to the oldest, from the most involved to the most recently involved, to the visitors today, we are all ministers of the gospel. And we all have a purpose in Christ church. Last week, I challenged you to look around and see the presence of Christ among us, that Christ is here with us. This week, I challenge you to look around and see the church, because the church isn't the edifice, Uh, the church isn't the building, you are the church. The teachers, the preachers, the prophets, the givers, the cheerleaders, the servers, the workers, the musicians, all of you are the church. Look around and see the church and all the gifts that are represented here today. This is the body of Christ. And what you contribute to this church is so important. You are Jesus to that outside world. And how you come together with everyone else makes all the difference. Now, be patient with with me. I have an illustration of how this works just listen closely. Sugar, unbleached flour, palm oil, cocoa processed with alkali, high fructose corn syrup, leaven, salt, soy, chocolate, and artificial flavors. Those ingredients may not be too appealing to you and separately other than the chocolate that may not be too tasty. But when you put those ingredients together in the hands of a benevolent creator under the right conditions, under the right circumstances, you get something joyful. You get something wonderful. You get an Oreo cookie. And those come together to be something great. And it's kind of like that in the church. You know, alone, we may be ordinary, Together, we are extraordinary. Everything comes together in our Creator's hands to be something extraordinary. And each part is important. Each part is critical to the life of the church. So as you look around, we have people here today that are, are living out their gifts. They might could be able to fluidly answer the question, what am I doing at First United Methodist Church? And they know. We may have people here today who are struggling, who don't know, who are doubting, who are trying to figure it out. And, and somewhere in all that, God brings us together to be something beautiful. That's just who he is and how he works in our lives so this week I hope you wrestle with that question what am I doing here look at this not just from your own perspective but the perspective of the church what are you doing here how are you the church how are your gifts combining with the gifts of others to be the church in Gadsden how are you giving yourself as a living sacrifice to combine with others to be something extraordinary for God? Amen. Let us pray. God is amazing to, to think how you can take someone... Um, ordinary like like me and like like those gathered here and bring us together to be the church. I think of the uh, the praise band that is coming up to close us in worship right now, God. Individually, they sound good, but together they are great. And I trust the same for for this church. So God help us to Just figure out how we all fit in and how you're calling us and how you can use us in this church. Help us to use the gifts you've given us to to share Jesus and to bless those around us. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. have a prayer need or wrestling with uh, a commitment in your life or just need to talk with a pastor i'll be available after the service also know we'll continue this journey in extraordinary uh, next week we'll look at god's extraordinary love for all of us so you're invited back next week as we keep going down this extraordinary journey with jesus and now um, may the lord bless you and keep you May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.